And we are back. Welcome, guys. My name is DK, and in this video, we're going to break down the 12-game, yes, 12-game NBA DFS slate on Wednesday. There's actually 13 games tomorrow because they're winding down before the All-Star break. I believe we have two or three games on Thursday. If it's your first time watching, I cover content for DraftKings, uh, NBA, NFL, as well as for prop sites like Prize Picks, Underdog, and Parlay Play. Guys, the sponsor of the video, that is going to be BetMGM. I will link down below, but they're currently running an offer where if you bet $5, you get $150 instantly in bonus bets. So make sure to take advantage of that. Um, I was, I actually did include the wrong link uh, in my first few videos. I'm going to make sure to include the uh, correct link there uh, for BetMGM, but still running a, a nice promo there. And um, yeah, if you are, you have to be 21 plus, And if you do have a gambling problem, call or text one 800 1-800-GAMBLER. So um, my best advice uh, in many of these videos, or as I say in these videos, is get in as many of these sports books and DFS sites as possible. And it does help support the channel if you do click the link um, and sign up. Okay, um, let's recap the last few days uh, and then we can get into the video. Uh, we're gonna have to go quick because there's 12 games. So Sunday, uh, Super Bowl Sunday was a huge day for me and it would have been a takedown if Terry Rozier did not get injured uh injured uh in the third quarter did not come back still uh won 650 dollars no complaints and you can see some similarities here with uh this lineup compared to the lineup played tonight so the lineup played on sunday rogier hero Hawkes, martin bam monk murray sabonis what did i play tonight hero duncan Hawkes, horford bam monk martin sabonis almost identical lineup a heat stack with uh with monk and sabonis now sabonis just absolutely smashing recently you just love to see it man there's there's nothing i love more than sabonis smashing almost a 90 bomb for sabonis to really punish the faders uh but yeah it's been a good run here for dfs recently also if you guys are uh betting on player props tomorrow make sure to check out my thread post that for all 13 games it took a while that's why i'm making this video right now at midnight and i'm going to try to get a video up for prize picks as well been a ton we did the sort of classic show earlier uh, it's been a grind it's been a grind recently that's kind of why there's been some inconsistent inconsistencies with my uploads because i'm focused there's a lot of stuff going on right now and uh do have some other exciting stuff to announce uh in a bit too so let's talk about this 12 game slate atlanta charlotte's the first game here on the atlanta side no congo no capella now i'm assuming they're going to start uh bruno fernando at the five three points i'd say that is the case i think he's one of the best values in the board he's over a fantasy point per minute player and i would expect if he starts for him to play at 25 to 30 minutes or so and then i do think you're gonna get some jalen johnson as the backup five now is there is it possible they try to start small and start jalen johnson at the five that is possible i do think it's in the range of outcomes that they try to go small ball and go like trey dejounte bogdanovich bay johnson right that is in the range of outcomes but yeah, either way i think the the two front court guys fernando and jalen johnson do really stand out i like the guards too as well it's a really good match appearance the hornet so trey young dejounte murray nine five and seven points of scare respectively um and uh yeah so that's basically it for Atlanta. let's talk about charlotte Charlotte, no lamello no mark williams caleb martin or cody martin i should say is uh probable now, um, Charlotte has been running a relatively tight rotation over the last couple games since the trade uh, deadline, and I expect them to run that similar rotation again. Topping guys, you got Bridges at 8.8K. He's still the number one option. He's still playing about 40 minutes a game. He's still the guy at the high ceiling, like his upside quite a bit. Brandon Miller's been a little bit quiet of late since the, that trade deadline. 
Um, he's dealt with a little bit of foul trouble as well. Right now, more of a contrarian play for me, but we still know that ceiling is there. Nick Richards is 5'6". You know, minutes have not been amazing on him. They are going small ball with Grant Williams as the backup five, and Grant Williams actually leads the team in usage for the last couple games. Uh, but yeah, so Nick Richards is kind of like indifferent on him. I do like Trey Mann. Uh, 27, 34 minutes over the last couple games. He's not a bad point per minute guy, and right now he's playing the point guard position. 5K, I still think he's a good option. Martin of 4'8 should play, you know, high 20s to low 30s minutes. I think he's reasonable. Grant Williams, like I said, is leading the team in usage over the last couple games. 30 plus minutes off the bench. I think he looks like a pretty good value here, 4.3K. Uh, Nick Smith Jr. has been out of the rotation. Missich is getting the backup point guard run right now. Um, 26 and 21 minutes over the last couple games. Um, and then you are seeing a little bit of uh, Seth Curry, 3.6K. I think he's uh, playable in GPPs. Miami and Philadelphia. So Miami, no Butler, no Rozier, no Josh Richardson. I assume they're going to run that same rotation again tonight. Eight-man rotation. Um, hold on, I feel sneeze. Maybe not. Nope. It was a pump fake. Um... Yeah, they ran a um, they ran an eight man rotation tonight. They started Nikola Jovic, and he played like twenty first half minutes at forty one fantasy points uh, in thirty minutes, and lost minutes due to the blowout. If he starts again, I mean, he looks amazing. You cannot expect similar production as what he had last game, but I still think he's gonna look really good. And then again, Bam's been making me a ton of money over the last couple of slates. He's been low owned, and he's been really punishing the faders. Uh, I like him once again here at 8.5K. I think he looks good. Tyler Hero at 7-2 is a little bit disappointing tonight, but he still, should still play mid-30s minutes of the game since so competitive. Miami actually blew out the Bucks on the road. Martin was disappointing. Again, he only had 7 points in 25 minutes, so he'll probably be the lowest owned of the main heat. Akis came out the bench, played 28 minutes, would have played more if the game didn't blow out. Duncan had a huge game of 4-4. I think he looks really good. I would say a bit of an outlier performance again tonight, but still looks good. Kevin Love played alongside Bam. He played 20-plus minutes. He stands out as a good value. Got some run for Hayward Highsmith as well. That was basically the eight-man rotation. So there's a lot to like here for Miami on the Philadelphia side. No MB, no Tobias Harris, no Melton, no Batuma. I'm expecting a tight rotation again. Tyrese Maxey is 9K. He should play 40-ish minutes in a competitive game. Played 42 minutes last time out. I like the ceiling on him quite a bit. Uh, Buddy Heald, Kelly Oubre. I'm expecting big minutes for them as well. Uh, probably close to 40 minutes. Buddy Heald's played really well since coming over to Philadelphia. Kelly Oubre is playing huge minutes. Both those guys look good at their respective price points. Paul Reed is 5.8K. The minutes been a little bit up and down on him, but I think if he stays out of foul trouble, we probably get around 30 minutes from him. Obama should play the backup five. And then basically the only one of the guys riding out of the rotation, campaign 4K. He's playing some backup point, 21 and 24 minutes over the last couple games. I think he's reasonable. Uh, you'll get a little bit of Cajun Martin at 4K, uh, 23 and 26 minutes over the last couple games. And then some Ricky Council, um, who's played 20 plus minutes over the last couple games. So good amounts like this. I'm expecting both teams run tight rotations in this game. New York and Orlando. How about another team that's running a tight rotation? The Knicks. Randall, OG, both out. Hartenstein, DiVincenzo, questionable. If Hartenstein is out, you should get a lot of minutes of the five for Preston Chua. If DiVincenzo's out, you should get more run for Hart and for, or you should get more run for Hart, but Donovan and Alec Burks. Jalen Brunson's 9 3. He's still in the number one options. Not necessarily the best matchup, but still like his ceiling. Achua, um, I think I'd only get to him if Hartenstein misses. We'll keep an eye on that. DiVincenzo, 7 7. It feels a little bit pricey. Again, if he's out, I think you're going to get a lot more run for Donovich, a lot more run for Burks. Josh Hart's already playing big minutes. Uh, so I don't even know if he could play any more minutes. So, yeah, those are two big pieces of news to keep an eye on. Orlando uh, looks like they are fully healthy. Nothing really standing out here. I think Paolo and Franz are playable. 
Uh, the guards are going the hot hand with Suggs, Fultz, and Clay Anthony. So it makes it a little bit tricky to prioritize any of those guys. Talk about Brooklyn and Boston. No Ben Simmons, no Cam Johnson. I'm expecting Dennis Schroeder to move into the starting lineup here with Ben Simmons out. If that is the case, I think Schroeder would be my preferred option here on the Brooklyn Nets. I would expect him to start and play good Mets. 27-32 Mets over the last couple games. There is blowout risk, though, of playing on the road in Boston. Not a ton of interest in the main guys. Bridges, Cam Thomas, or Claxton. DSJ should play the backup point, but again, I expect Schroeder to start, and I prefer Schroeder. Um, Jalen Wilson's still getting some decent run. You did see Lonnie Walker re-enter the rotation. He played 17 minutes uh, tonight, so that is something to note. On the Boston side, so I expect Horford to sit since it's a back-to-back. We'll see about Porzingis. If Porzingis sits two, then uh, they probably go like Cornette at the five, or they could try to go small ball. So keep an eye on that. Cornette would be a good value if he starts. Um, we got top-end guys. I mean, Tatum had a massive game. I thought I was drawing dead without Chalk Tatum up for 75, but I had low on Sabonis that went for 87, so uh, made up for it. Um, but yeah, Tatum gets a bump, Brown gets a bump. Like All the other starters look better. Porzingis can't play, so again, that's something, something to monitor for sure. Let's talk about Indiana and Toronto. Albert Mathern both on the injury report. Jalen Smith out. With Jalen Smith out, you're getting Isaiah Jackson backing up uh, Miles Turner. Um, Isaiah Jackson is a good point for a minute guy. If you do get Miles Turner foul trouble, I think he's an interesting contrarian value. Uh, Hal Burn back to playing close to normal Mets. Played 34 Mets last time out. Um, if he plays similar Mets again, I think he's a pretty good play at 8.9K. If he misses, you're going to get more point guard run. Uh, you're going to get the point guard duty split with Nemhard and McConnell. And then a usage bump for all those other main guys. For Toronto, RJ Barrett on the injury report. He's questionable. If he misses, I expect Bruce Brown to pick up the start. If Bruce Brown starts at 4.5K, he's going to stand out as a pretty good value. Played 31 Mets last time out. Olenek and Pirtle splitting the center position. I think Factory and Sally would prefer Olenek to Pirtle. Um, and then, yeah, like Barnes and Quickly, uh, I think would look a little bit better, too, if RJ Barrett can't play. Uh, Chicago and Cleveland, so not really the best matchup here for the Bulls, but they're running a very tight rotation. Caruso, questionable. That's pretty significant. If he misses, you're going to get Io DeSumo playing a lot of the point guard position, and then you should get Torrey Craig once again starting. Craig's 3.7K. If he starts, uh, I think he's going to stand as a decent value. Not really the best point per minute guy, um, but would be a solid value to play if he starts. Uh, the main guys all look, uh, you know, a little bit better too. If Crusoe can't play, Drummond, I thought would play a little bit more alongside Vooch. He didn't. He only played 16 total minutes last time out, and he wasn't in foul trouble. But yeah, I think uh, Kobe White, DeRozan, these are the two guys with the high ceiling. Vooch, if you know they don't play Drummond alongside alongside him a lot, then he looks better. Vooch like gets his um, gets hurt if Drummond plays more. Um, so that that is something to note there. And then yeah, I was going to look a lot better too if Caruso cannot play on the Cleveland side. So they're running pretty tight rotation, dude. Basically, eight-man rotation. Um, nothing really standing out here. I think Mitchell's always playable, but, but that price seems about right. Mobley and Garland are playing around 30 minutes a night. And then Jared Allen, uh, 7.1K, maybe a little bit underpriced. And I know I'm going quick, guys, but against 12 games, so we got to go kind of fast. Otherwise, the video's going to be like 40 minutes. For Houston, no Van Fleet, no Easton, no Cam Whitmore. They should run a pretty tight rotation. All the starters played 30-plus minutes last game. The only bench player that got significant run was Aaron Holiday. Uh, Shingun, 8.7K, I think looks pretty good. Um, he's been a little bit quiet of late, but he gets an assist bump without Van Fleet. Um, he also should play big minutes. So I, I'm pretty high in uh, Shingun. Jalen Green looks better at 7-6 without Van Fleet. I think he's playable for tournaments. Amen Thompson, Ben starting. He's been playing 30-plus minutes. I think he looks pretty good, 6.5K. He's a stat sheet stuffer. Jabari Smith should play huge minutes, 37-38 minutes over the last couple games. I think he looks decent. Dylan Brooks, 4.9K. If he avoids foul trouble, should play mid-30s minutes. So all the main starters are look pretty good. And then I do have a little bit of interest in Aaron Holiday. 22, 26 minutes off the bench last couple games. Not a bad point per minute guy. I think he's reasonable for GBPs. For Memphis, yeah, Pippen out. D-Rose questionable. Zaire Williams questionable. We'll see if Gilliard's going to be able to. Uh, I think last game he was in the G League. 
if all if if D Rose is out and Gilliard isn't available, then you should get a lot of point Vince Williams. Um, he's averaging like almost 10 assists a game over the last three games. So uh, he's going to look a little bit better if all his guards are out. Jaron's a clear number one. Again, you know, you know the deal with Jaron. If he avoids foul trouble, he has a very high ceiling, but he is super foul prone. That always, that always, always had a factor that in. Aldama's been playing around 30 minutes a game. I think he's reasonable. Um, you know, some of these other guards, Kennard, Conchar look a little bit better if these questionable players cannot play. Washington, New Orleans, Washington's fully healthy. You got Bagley once again starting 5.3K, but 28 minutes last time out. Um, I think he's a decent value play here. Not a bad point per minute guy. The assist numbers have been way up in Tyus Jones recently. Also, the 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 minutes have as well. So, yeah, I have no issue if you want to click 6K. Tyus Jones, Kuzma, Denny, reasonable options at the top. Pool, I mean, you know he's up and down, but he's cheap, so I'll mention him. Um, something to note, Rashawn Holmes did play the backup five last game. You didn't see much... Uh, uh, minutes in the five for Kuzma. New Orleans, Zion, questionable Dyson Daniels out. Last game, uh, Larry Nance started uh, the second half uh, over Jonas Valanciunas. That's something to know. He's basically splitting center position right now with JV. So I think factoring and salary, it is easier to get to Nance than his JV. Ingram and CJ obviously get a bump in usage. If Zion can't play, Ingram looks a lot better. He would be the number one option. And then a little bit more run for Murphy and Jones. If Zion's in, I think any of those main three, Ingram, Zion, and CJ are playable. Antonio Dallas, basically fully healthy here. One Mayama had a triple-double last game with blocks. And I'm so, so happy. And not tilted at all. Played, you know, I took some uh, props in him here. I think I played him in this game. I don't know. I feel like I've been playing him recently. He's been not doing great. Didn't click him last game. 78 fancy points. Uh, more proof. Again, no one runs worse. Uh, but yeah, one Mayama, 9.2K reasonable price point. Like it's ceiling a lot. Of a sell right now, second in the team in usage. 6.6K, should play mid-30s minutes. But not a ton else that really stands out for me for the Spurs. On the Dallas side, so injuries uh, to monitor. So Luka and Kyrie both expect to play. They're probable. Lively and Kleba questionable. If Lively can't play, you should get Gafford uh, starting. Gafford had 24 rebound chances in 24 minutes last game, which is absolutely mind-blowing. He had a 50 bomb in 24 minutes. P.J. Washington also moved in the starting lineup and played 36 minutes. So those two will benefit if Lively and Kleba cannot go. Um, if Lively and Kleba are in, then I don't really know if I get the secondary piece. I think it mainly would just be Kyrie and Luka. Lakers and Jazz, so... Lakers ran a nine-man rotation in a competitive game. Dinwiddie played 13 minutes uh, in the first half off the bench. Um, I mean, it's not a bad matchup. So I think AD LeBron both look solid with their respective price points. I think I do slightly prefer AD to LeBron. But not a really ton else here with D'Lo Reeves. Uh, again, Dinwiddie being there kind of hurts the minutes or some of these secondary pieces. Uh, so let's talk about Utah. Utah can't have George moved in the starting lineup last game. If he starts again, I think he's going to stand as a pretty good value. He had a bad game, but he had to use a lot of his energy on defense against Steph Curry. If he starts again, uh, I do like him uh, at 4.2K. Uh, Markinen, the, the one guy you should get consistent minutes from, he's been playing mid-30s minutes recently. He's been a little bit quieter the last couple games. We know the ceiling is there for him. Again, then you get Sexton, you get Clarkson. These guys are guys that have high ceilings, but the minutes can fluctuate on them. You have seen 30-plus minutes of the last games for Jordan Clarkson. Kessler has moved in the starting lineup. He's averaging high 20s minutes of the last couple games. If he continues to start, I like him. The only concern would be potential foul trouble there against Anthony Davis. Don Collins has also seen a slight minutes bump since they've traded away Olenek and Fettuccini Alfredo. Chris Dunn moved to the bench, um, only played 19 minutes. I would expect around 20 minutes from him. He's an okay contrarian value, but I think you got to prefer Kante George. And he did see a little bit of THT in the rotation as well. Couple games left, Sacramento and Denver. So Trey Lyles missed the game tonight. If he does not play, you should get a minutes bump for those other wings like Murray and Harrison Barnes. You saw this massive game for both Sabonis and Fox tonight. And we know the ceiling is, is super high in them. So um, yeah, once again, I have interest in both Sabonis and Fox. Malik Monk's minutes have been up as well. I like his upside of 5.6K. And the wings all look solid. Again, they look better if Trey Lyles can't play. 
for Denver. So Murray and Casey people doubtful. I expect Reggie Jackson and uh, Justin Holiday to pick up a start in their absence. And then Jokic gets a gets, he has like a 50% assist rate, assist percentage, which Jamal Murray off the court, which is just insane. 11.3 K. I think he looks pretty good. Um, Reggie Jackson should start 5.7 K though. That feels priced about right. A little more usage guys like MPJ and Aaron Gordon. Holiday should start. Again, he's fine, but it's not a great point for many guy. I think there's other value plays I would prefer. Um, then maybe a little more run for guys like Watson and Brown off the bench. Final game, Detroit and Phoenix. Definitely some blowout risk in this game. Don't expect Grimes or Stewart to play. Um, K, Dern, Ivy, all playable for tournaments. Uh, like I said, blowout risk. Normally, they are giving their, their main guys big minutes in competitive games. Uh, the game was a blowout tonight, so they didn't get a ton of run. Uh, Fantacchio, Fettuccino, Fredo, I should say, moved in the starting lineup. He played, I believe, those 17 first-half minutes. Um, Sword Thompson, if he avoids foul trouble, probably plays high 20s minutes. Um, you did see Wiseman play the backup five, 3.2K. If the game blows out or if Duran gets in foul trouble, um, he could be a decent play. I did want to mention that. And finally, the Phoenix Suns. So Beal got injured tonight. I know because I took his over uh, player props. Uh, luckily, that gets rebooted, but still tilting. With Beal, most likely out, you're going to get a usage bump. And this is a bump for both Kevin Durant and um, Devin Booker. And then you should get more run for guys like Grayson Allen and Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon started the second half four. Um, Brad Beal tonight. Um, but I don't really think I can get to anyone else. Royce O'Neal hasn't been playing huge minutes since coming over to Phoenix. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for the video. Keep an eye out for the price fix one that'll be up after this. Thanks again for all the support, as always, and we'll see you in the next video.